The bliss of the abyss, it's here now. of the abyss. My name's Robert Newmark Jones. The time is 5.44am. The lights are off and Robert's home. Uh, I am speaking to you on the final day of my Christmas show. And I'm speaking in hushed tones because Sorry for the noise. It's uh, it's not even 6am yet. But I'm awake and I have been for about an hour. And I'm clearly not going back to sleep. So I thought I'd do this for you. Because I have two podcasts in the can. Well, no, one and a half in the can. Um... But I can't really release either of them. One of them is with a pornography addict expert. Um, and it's really good. But I don't really want to do him a disservice by releasing it as a Christmas special. <laughs> um, so that's episode 97. That will be coming out soon. Maybe it'll be a New Year special, eh? People can use it as one of their resolutions. Less wanking, especially at work. Um, and the other one, which is to be the proper Christmas special, is only part recorded. And what we've been doing is just um, finding times in between shows uh, at the lighthouse in pool to record bits and pieces of us lot backstage. I thought it would be an interesting audio experiment. Um, but we don't get that much time. So we haven't really recorded enough to put out as a full, uh, me and the cast, um, to put out as a full episode. Uh, so there's bits and pieces and then I have to edit all together. Um, and yeah, that's just... Uh, it's just not quite ready to go. But I am mindful of the fact that although the patrons have had a few episodes, uh, you lovely lot have not. And I thought I'd give you a little update. A little check-in, a couple of stories before I go. Um, so what can I say? Today is the 24th. Uh, the final two shows are on their way today of the Jolly Christmas Postman in Pool. That's the end of the run, which has been fantastic. And, well, I sound all ASMR, don't I? What a fantastic run it's been. 
he whispered. Um, sorry, if you hear that kind of shuffling around, that's because I'm, I'm under the covers because it's so early in the morning, I don't want to wake up Rosie, who owns the digs that I'm in. Digs, 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 digs. That's a theatre term for where you stay, when it's someone's house. Um, I chose this place because it has an ensuite, and she seemed nice on the phone, but the other place <laughs> uh, that I didn't choose... I sent out the, you know, boilerplate standard message. Hello, uh, got your details from the theatre. You're listed as a place. Can I come and stay, etc., etc. I just got back these two photos of what looked like a prison cell. <laughs> a box room with a tiny bed and some furniture from the 50s. And then just the immortal lines you do know it's a smoking house and I have a cat. <laughs> Very much made me feel like perhaps she doesn't want me to stay. But also perhaps the cat smokes. Hello, you do know it's a smoking house and I have a cat. Um, but I've enjoyed my stay here with Rosie in the bizarre town of Poole which is lovely, but um, it's cut off from itself by a massive, massive motorway and bus station and shopping centre. So, good old town planning. Um, but it's been good. Uh, and... Oh, the heat and bad has just kicked in. Oh, this is good. I wish I could go back to sleep for an hour. I would love that. I've got time. I've got time to do it, but I'm just in bed and I can't do it. I've tried all my things. I've tried the apps. I've tried reading. I've tried an audio book. I've tried the meditation. I've tried the breath work. I've tried getting up for a bit. I've tried hot water, boiled water. That's my new thing. It's so rock and roll. Hold on. <sighs> yes, that's right. Boiled water. What, with tea in it? Nope. Just boiled water. What, with a squeeze of lemon? No. Just boiled water. Now you say that though, a squeeze of lemon would be nice. But that's a whole other thing. Just boiled water, please. So anyway, I'm lying here. I can't get to sleep. It's getting close to the time where I'd have to start thinking about waking up anyway. I don't want to be faffing around on my laptop, sat in the by the desk in the cold doing editing so i thought i'll just record a little one to say happy hanukkah merry christmas and all the other joke ones people usually put after that like happy kwanzaa and um what other ones are there let's see what other ones are there
Festivals in December 2022. Should I do? I should do religious. Happy holidays. Uh, let's have a look into faith calendar. Here we go. I hope Kwanzaa's on this. January, February, March, April. Let's get to the good stuff. Come on. December. Uh, okay. Hanukkah. Yule. <laughs> yes, Yule, my favourite. A pagan and Wiccan holiday that begins at sundown, the winter solstice. Oh, yeah. There's Hanukkah. There's Christmas. Feast of St. Stephen, also known as Boxing Day. What? That's it? Hmm. Where's Kwanzaa? Hold on. Oh, this does have other people. Like, there's the the Jane New Year. Uh, on the 24th of November. But when is... Um... <sighs> okay, well... Screw me, I guess. Wait, maybe there's one in January which kind of counts as a similar... Uh, and you know what? There's a lot of Christian stuff here. Oh, look. 7th of January is Coptic Orthodox Christmas. Ooh. 10th of January, Bodhi Day. Celebrating the Buddha's enlightenment. Um, okay. Uh, Etc. And then, when, then we're on into, um, you know, the middle of January. So kind of <clears throat> getting off topic a bit there. Anyway, happy uh, Bodhi Day and Coptic Christmas uh, and all the rest of them. Um, what can I tell you? Hey, you want to know something crazy? Want to know something wild? Um, so I've been having a bit of problem sleeping. Um, and... As you can tell, I'm recording this in the middle of the night. Um, anyway, I'd had I'd been on a run of sort of four days in a row, which is usually um, what tell what um, sort of tips over my behaviour to like, oh fuck it, I'll just take a sleeping pill. So I took a sleeping pill, and. Uh, I took um, an Ambien, which I'd not really taken before. But I'd got my hands on some, and I thought, I'll give it a try. Heard good things about it. Uh, so, I took the Ambien, fell asleep, and <clears throat> slept right through. Woke up. And you know, I'm in I'm in my little bedroom, so everything's here. All my food's on the desk, and you know, it's all self-contained. And I woke up, and on the table in front of me was a, a cup noodle, one of those cup noodles, not pot noodle. I'm not a scumbag. It was cup noodle, yakisoba, except it was eaten. 
no, I had not had that for dinner. Um, and I was like, what, what is this? And I looked it up and um, this drug, Ambien, which was the scientific name for it, Zolpidem, uh, has been linked to sleep eating. Rare cases of, un this is from WebMD, rare cases of unconscious eating and cooking seen in patients using sleeping pill. So there's all these documented cases of people while under the influence of this sleeping pill getting out of bed, going to the kitchen, preparing food, often sloppily, often with strange high-calorie ingredients, microwave food. They eat in a sloppy way, either in the kitchen or after taking the food back to bed, and then they have no memory of it. They wake to find a mess in the kitchen or crumbs in the bed. In each case, the patient took Ambien as prescribed. Now, I mean, I didn't have to do particularly much. I have a little thermos in my room. So I filled up, um, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, I filled up the cup with the, the hot water from the thermos, mixed around the noodles, ate them, and then went back to bed. <laughs> and, uh, it was very, very strange to wake up and see this. And my first thought was, wait, has Rosie come in my room, sat on the edge of my bed, eating a cup of noodles, and then disappeared? I, I have no idea. But, um, so I was uh, very confused. And I was looking up, because I hadn't tried this sleeping tablet before I looked it up, and it's, it's a thing. This, this one doctor has seen 20 cases of it. Some, some patients, more than once a night, <laughs> just eating two meals, being fully asleep, no memory of the event. Obviously, this can, you know, contribute to uh, weight gain and stuff. And apparently, there's been worse things, such as, um, like, people have been found, like, driving. Um, and uh, attacking people, apparently. But for some reason, ambient... I don't know what the reason... Should we see what it is? Let's let's find... Okay, how stuff works. Okay. When you don't get enough sleep, it disrupts hormones affecting your appetite. So, a chemical called leptin suppresses hunger. And it seems that zolpidem crisscrosses those... So, I'll read on for the answers. Sleep eaters number in the thousands out of millions taking it. So, oh God, I don't think I should do this anymore. And just, 
well, what's the harm? This question asks, and a few people snacking in the wee hours. Well, for one, they aren't snacking. They're devouring huge portions of high-calorie food, such as jars of peanut butter, bars of candy, and entire loaves of bread. So I think I've got off quite lightly with my, my cup of noodles. Sleep-related eating disorder. Well, <clears throat> I think um, I think I'm going to have to knock it on the head because uh, I tell you what, I wanted to eat that noodle. I was looking forward to it. It's the yakisoba cup noodle variety, um, which is a weird one because you pour in the water. The noodles soak it up, but then it's like it's got these holes in the lid, and it's like you now pour out the liquid. Which I don't know if you've ever had a cup of noodles. I'm sure you have, but the liquid is delicious. I don't want to get rid of that tasty, tasty liquid. Anyway, that's one of the weirdest stories. I'll have some more boiled water now, I think. Um, what other stories shall I tell you? Lots of stories from my time here. I can't tell you all of them, can I? Oh, shall I tell you one that makes me look less like a weirdo, more like a hero? Excuse me, some more boiled water. Ah, just boiled water, that's perfect. So, my nieces, little nieces, Erin and Noah, uh, seven and four years old, came down to see the show. And, you know, it's it's a family show. Um, you know, it's not like, it's not so kiddie. It's not like, hey, kids, wow. It's none of that crap. You know, it's got, it's got kid themes and... Um, very tough characters, but there's lots of jokes for adults, and and the, it's kind of postmodern. It's the jolly postmodern postman. Anyway, they come and see the show. They absolutely love it. Beforehand, they asked my mum. They were like, "Can we can we talk to Uncle Rob during the show?" My mum said, "Um, no, I don't think so." And they said, "Well, what about afterwards?" It's <laughs> like, "Yes." So we go to the cafe afterwards, and. You know, they're all excited, they love the show, they want to ask questions about, you know, things that were real, things that weren't, um, which is an interesting question, because, yeah, they're kind of navigating the boundary between make-believe and, like, for example, one at one part, Father Christmas, right at the end, Father Christmas, for my American listeners, Santa Claus. Uh, they've become entwined. They were originally two separate characters, but now they are the same. Anyway, at one point, Father Christmas turns up, and Aaron said, but it wasn't the real Father Christmas, was it? It was someone pretending. <laughs> Which is good. Anyway, we're having tea and biscuits, and, uh, and it's a lovely time. And then I'm like, right, guys, we we should go soon because it's about 15-minute walk to the train station. And 
the trains right now in the UK are there's a lot of industrial action, so it's just a it's a bit trickier. There's strikes and there's disruptions and uh, alterations, all kinds of things. So let's let's leave with plenty of time to spare um, and get there in time. So we walk have a lovely little walk, and you know what it's like walking with little kids. You, you hold their hands. Crossings take forever. There's just it's just more dawdling. <laughs> so anyway, we get to the train station and um, you know it's about just under 10 minutes before the train and we were just sort of saying the goodbyes and wasn't this nice and yeah and all of that and then my mum goes oh no and I go what and she goes Erin your bag and Erin's face just drops and she goes, doggy, doggies. And, you know, the tears are almost instantly coming. And, mm, information, doggy is her plush soft toy that she's had since she was zero days old. This is, means everything to her. And I'm like, oh no, um, you know, it's like nine minutes before your train. Uh, well, look, I'm, I'm coming to, you know, I'll see you at Christmas. So you'll have it in just a few days. And she's like, it's not good. My mum's face is like, that won't do. It won't do. And I'm like, right. That's it. I'm off. So I just break into a sprint. And, you know, I'm, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing cashmere. I'm wearing my thick rain jacket. I'm carrying my heavy bag. And it is a 15-minute walk, you know, across three dual carriageways and under an underpass and I'm just you know I've already had two shows that day which are exhausting shows so my body is aching get to the theatre cafe come in my niece did they leave a bag yeah, here you go, here it is, thanks, bye, here, oh, here. so I've got the bag, and I'm I'm just like, I, I can't even, I can't even check my phone, there's no time to stop and check the phone, just run, here, oh, here, oh. run, 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 under the underpass, over the crossings, over the crossings, to the train station, uh, oh, uh, oh my god, I can see them, here, oh, oh, and I get there with just a few minutes to spare with the bag. Yeah. Hail the conquering hero. Um, and I was absolutely naked. And little Noah was like, wow, that was amazing. And you're not even sweating. I was like, I, I am sweating. She's like, there's only one drop on your neck. And I was like, oh, yeah, give me a hand. I put a hand on my forehead. She was like, yuck. I was like, mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, resting. And, you know, I don't know if it's the same for you, but it's the same for me. This, it, I'm, I get very sweaty. <laughs> but it takes, like, a second. And then, like, it reaches, like, a tipping point, And then, like, the tap is on. So I'm, like, sort of bent over trying to catch my breath. And... I start to rain. <laughs> my forehead is just drip, 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 drip. 
And Noah's like, oh, you are sweaty. <laughs> yes. And Aaron was like, oh, thank you. So much. You know, I got all the hugs, got all the love, all the respect, and saved the day. So the moral of the story is I'm an absolute hero, plus I'm giving you 25 minutes of bedtime content. So if I don't get my Christmas special out beforehand, my Hanukkah special, my Kwanzaa special, my Coptic Christian special, then consider this a Merry Christmas from me and uh, a big thank you for everybody who still listens to this show, who still tells people about it, who's been with me on this journey. We're almost a hundred episodes and, oh, well, would I do it without you? No. Do I love you? Yeah. Um, I'm going to be going to New York on the 27th. So, New York friends and fans, come out, come see me. Uh, hopefully be recording a few things over there as well. And, yeah, that's it. Love you. Bye-bye.